all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. So a little disclaimer before we get started on today's episodes about protein bars. If you are an athlete following diet information from a sports nutritionist or a sports performance expert, this is not the podcast for you. If you are someone that's coming home from the gym and you're looking to grab something to eat, you kind of want something to replenish. This is who this podcast today is for. Today, we're going to be talking about protein bars. And I have a love-hate relationship with protein bars. And my issue with protein bars is a lot of times they're just masked as healthy candy bars. When we look at the sugar content for a lot of protein bars, we are looking at above higher sugar levels than candy. I have had people that said, but it's got protein, it's got vitamins and minerals. Listen, when you're dealing with almost 30 grams of sugar, and I'm not talking about carbs, 30 grams of added sugar, it doesn't matter how much vitamin, minerals, and protein are in that. It is a glorified candy bar. Now there are good protein bars out there. I know RX is a pretty popular brand and it's basically nuts, egg whites, and dates. I mean they're really simple ingredients. Personally I can tell you I've never had an RX bar but that is because I am allergic to eggs. So RX bar does not fit into the realm of a protein bar I could even consider. There are other ones. I think one time I had one that was called a Pro Bar. It was a lot of nuts and dried fruit. That was pretty good. But the problem with a lot of those bars is they're crazy expensive. And they're crazy expensive because they're putting in things that are expensive. Dates, nuts. They're costly. So you couldn't have a cheap RX bar because it would just be really questionable quality. What do we do? Do we spend the $3 every time we're done working out to buy an RX bar? No. If you're done working out, one of the simplest snacks you can have is a small serving nuts and some fruit. It can't get any simpler and quite frankly, it would be the cheapest option. Most of us when we're in the gym, we're in the gym working out, we're probably sweaty, we worked really hard, but we're not working quite hard enough to require a high level protein bar, protein shake. You know, few and far between do we really need that. Something as simple as nuts, some fruit would be perfectly acceptable. And a lot of times we're, if we're working out in the evening, you know, we just got out of our day from work. We're running to the gym before we go home, but once we get home, we're going to have dinner. You can wait the 20, 30 minutes before you get home to eat dinner or even the hour, whatever it is, we don't need to replenish with a protein bar. If you feel like you need something like I'm saying, a couple grapes, some nuts, more than enough for most people. Now, if you're looking for athletic performance, that's something you want to talk to somebody about because that's really specialized Every single person is different and you really need to talk to a performance nutritionist. But let's get back to the protein bars being glorified candy bars. The other day, my daughter was at her high school lacrosse practice. She got out of the gym. She jumped in the car. She's like, oh, mom, I picked up a protein bar from their little snack box they have there. And it was a Gatorade protein bar. 
And I don't know if she's really ever had a protein bar, so I kind of chuckled a little bit, knowing how chalky and dry protein bars generally are. She took her first bite of it, and she's like, oh, it's not so bad. I was then like, I have to try this if it's not that bad. I don't know if she's just saying that because I'm mom and she wants to prove me wrong every chance she gets, or if it really wasn't that bad. I took a bite of it crazy sweet and I look at her and I said how much sugar and it had a slight sugar alcohol aftertaste so I was I was also wondering how much sugar alcohols were really dealing with it the sugar content might have been low sugar alcohol content might have been a little bit higher and if that was the case I kind of wanted to give her the fair warning of gut distress with sugar alcohol if you guys have ever been on a low carb diet and have found sugar-free chocolates and have eaten a whole bag of sugar-free chocolates, you know what type of gut distress I am talking about. There is a reason why other countries use sugar alcohol as laxatives. She found sugar. She's like, oh, let's not talk about the sugar, mom. I was not expecting that much. She tells me 30 grams. I said, no, no, I don't want the overall carb content. I said, I want sugar. And she goes, mom, that is the sugar content. 30 grams of sugar. That is crazy. It has more sugar in it than a Snickers bar. She did try to defend this and be like, well, there's 20 grams of protein. And I told her, I said, listen, 20 grams of protein does not take away from the fact that you just ate a king size candy bar. And one of the crazy things is this is something most people like her are grabbing because they think it's healthy. You know, the 20 grams of protein's great, but my daughter didn't need 20 grams of protein right after practice. She probably needed a little sugar because she was running out in the hot weather. We were on our way home to eat dinner. So she didn't require the 20 grams of protein. And actually one of the issues we had is that when she did this, she had such a big protein bar, she missed her dinner. That means she didn't get the good quality of protein that she would have gotten from chicken. She didn't get her vegetables and her fruits. All those other nutritional aspects she missed by eating this glorified candy bar. I can't even call this thing a protein bar because I can't even imagine 30 grams. That's insane sane for a protein bar. So this is what we really want to look at. If you need a protein bar, if you're going to be missing dinner, if there are times where protein bars do kind of come into play, sometimes I'll use protein bars if I know my schedule's all over the day. I don't have time to pack myself a lunch. I might grab a protein bar to kind of skip me over a meal while still getting some kinds of carbs, proteins, and fats in my diet without just totally skipping meals because I am the kind of person that can skip meals like a pro. I can fly right past breakfast into lunch and still have a small dinner and wake up the next morning and be totally fine. Now my body is not totally fine because now it's in a total storage mode and I now will spend the next few days combating what I just did. So it's really important to make sure I'm eating regular meals. In that aspect, I might grab a protein bar, but just to grab a protein bar after working out, we're on our way home, we're on our way into the office, we're gonna be eating soon again, it just doesn't make sense. I do a lot of seminars where we talk about healthy snacks and reading labels And one of the things we come across often is what we think is healthy and what really is healthy. And when I do my displays, a lot of times I will put 
a glazed donut right in the middle. A general plain glazed donut has about 10 grams of sugar. Now we all know donuts are not healthy. No one would ever raise their hand and be like, I think the healthiest thing on this table would be your donut. However, yet when we break down all these other foods, a lot of time the food with the least amount of sugar is that donut on the table. It's beating out yogurts. It's beating out protein bars. It's beating out cliff bars. It's beating out all these other foods that we have determined in our head is healthy. And yet that donut sitting there is one of the healthiest things. The biggest thing that's also now coming up that a lot of people think are healthy are these nut packs. I think they're called nutrition or something like that. Look at the label of them. A lot of them are sugar coated nuts, not healthy. So we really have to look at this food because We just see the words nuts or protein where they have somebody rock climbing on the side of a bar and we think this is healthy. And while it may be okay for certain types of people, certain types of athletes to eat this, the general person coming home from the gym or someone that might be missing a meal, it's not healthy. And that's where we really need to take accountability and read those labels, not obsessively read labels, but when we're looking at stuff like that, really taking a look at the labels. And hey, if you still want that protein bar that has 30 grams of sugar and you know what you're getting into and you you go in knowing, by all means, have it if that's what you want. But I feel bad for the people that go and buy these bars and end up realizing that they're doing more damage to the goal they're trying to achieve by having something that they thought was healthy. So you really have to go in taking a look full of knowledge and then make the option. I told my daughter, I said, if you had the choice between that protein bar and a Snickers bar, what would you have chosen? She told me she would have chose the protein bar. She told me she didn't like a Snickers bar. I'm going to kind of call BS on that because I think she just totally said that to prove mom wrong. But hey, if you want the protein bar, have it. And like I told her, I said, listen, if you're going to grab one occasionally and have it, I said, enjoy it. I said, but don't grab it thinking that that's the healthier option. I'd much rather go home, eat her dinner and eat her effing veggies. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you have any comments, make sure to leave them in the blog. And if not, I'll talk to you next week.